Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Brian Geltzahler joining us right now, HoopsCritic.com, serious NBA analyst. And Brian, um, let's start first with your impressions of where this team has been and then where do you think they can go? Is this simply they are going to be a play-in team or do you believe they can get to 7-6, maybe even catch the Sixers? Because I don't know when Embiid's coming back. Do you? Uh, no, I don't, but I, I do will tell you that when you are 55 games into the season, have 27 games left, and you're nine games behind the team in the loss column, and you have five teams to hurdle or four teams to hurdle, I should say, to get to that team, the odds are slim. So I don't think – I think the Hawks are a playing team, period. I think that's where they're going to be. I know the Nets just fired their coach. They're two games in the loss column behind the Hawks. In 11th, I don't see the Nets coming back to catch them. And maybe the Hawks could catch the Bulls to get into the nine. But I don't, even six games in a loss with 27 to go behind the Magic and the Heat is a big, big mountain to climb. And, and I know you guys believe this as well. This is a massive disappointment for the Hawks this season. So much more was expected from this group. So much more should have been expected from this group, considering what a talented group they are. I know we got a $25 million trade exception. And, again, the cap is as confusing as algebra for me. But, you know, Brian, it just felt like, okay, so we couldn't pull off a big deal. No real big deals were made at the trade deadline. But we couldn't have added some defensive prowess or something, you know, for a second rounder because we are the worst defensive team in the league. You know, the thing is this, and I understand what you're saying. The problem was at this particular uh, trade deadline, wasn't a lot out there, right. and, and you kind of had to go with whatever was out there. What's happened is that the whole advent of the play-in has put us in a scenario here where teams are not as ready to tank. They want to see if they can get that, that home playoff revenue, so they hang around. And listen, the Hawks could have done a little something here without going into the tax. Without you know, There were $14 million underneath the, fir- the, the first apron. So there was certainly they could have gotten a little bit creative, but you can't go do something that's not there for you. And what I mean by that, like, listen, a great comparison is trading DeJounte Murray. The deal that you wanted, the deal that you were going to look for, wasn't necessarily there. And quite frankly, come this offseason, you may get more for Trey Young than you will DeJounte Murray and may decide that's the move to make. So when there's nothing out there to do, you do nothing. And, yes, it would have been nice if the Hawks got somebody, somebody or something defensively to shore this group up. But there's enough decent individual defenders here 
that they should be a much better defensive team, whether it's Murray, whether it's DeAndre Hunter, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, Capella and Okongwu. Guys just have to bust their butts more on that end of the floor, and we just haven't seen enough of it out of this group. Brian Geltzahler joining us here on Dukes and Bell. How much better did the Knicks make themselves at the trade deadline? The Knicks made themselves much better. The problem for the Knicks is that are you getting everybody back healthy? You know, I, I don't. First of all, OG Ananobi's elbow injury, I, 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 from what I hear, is worse than they've let on. Mm. Um, Julius Randle, they recommended him having surgery. He decided to not have surgery so he could come back sooner. Um, Mitchell Robinson's going to be out probably another month, and then it's got to play himself back into shape. They were looking with Robinson. They tried to get a disabled player exception for him, and the league turned it down because they, they thought he'd be ready in time. And he may be ready in time, but he's going to be in shape in time. So, you know, listen, Nick's fully healthy, quite frankly, maybe the biggest challenger right now to Boston in the East. But I don't see them being fully healthy. I think this is a big issue for them. You know, you look at, at what happened to them before the break. They lost four games in a row. Um, they're they're having to play Brunson and Hart and Precious Achua, you know, and even DiVincenzo, who got hurt before the break, hurt a hamstring, huge minutes, because they just don't have enough guys. And there's people that are, you know, Nick's Twitter's all over Tom uh, Thibodeau for playing guys too many minutes, which right. is ridiculous. you got to still win games. You have to go out there and win games, and you're missing. I mean, right now with DiVincenzo out, missing four starters. And granted, they just added two guys to the team in, in Burks and Bogdanovich and only took one guy that was in the rotation out in, in Quentin Grimes. So you've added guys. But again, you got to stay healthy. And for the Knicks right now, health is far from a guarantee. Because then the other thing that happens is that if you do get everybody back healthy at the right time, what do you have to pull this whole thing together? Two weeks? Now, Burks will fit. Burks has been there before, and you know he'll fit, and you know Ananobi fits. But you have to integrate Bogdanovich with other high-usage guys. That may take a little more time. That's not easy. So I think for the Knicks, listen, on paper, it all looks great. But take everybody out on the court healthy, I don't know what it's going to be. It is a Brian, Brian Geltzaler with us, guys, on the WaitForIt.com hotline. Catch him on Sirius, NBA Radio, and on NBA TV. Talking about the, right now, Eastern Conference. Uh, the, the Celtics got Drew Holiday. Do the Bucks miss that kind of a glue guy? Because, you know, Dame comes east, and they're eight and a half out right now. The Bucks missed Drew Holiday in the worst way, and I didn't love that trade when they made it, and I like it less now. Um, they just the Bucks need that kind of defensive presence on the perimeter to play in the way that they're comfortable playing, which is drop defense. And without it, there's a lot of holes on the perimeter. And frankly, they've needed Giannis to play more of a role defensively than he has this year. He just hasn't been great on that end of the floor. He hasn't been bad, but he's been the same, and they didn't need him to be the same. They needed him to change a little bit because he's been a guy. Listen, he was angry last year in a first round of the playoffs, and Mike Budenholzer wouldn't let him guard Jimmy Butler, but he's been a guy that they've tried to insulate defensively because they need him so bad offensively. So now there's really no insulating him. And, and the thing with the Bucks is they just don't have enough good individual defenders. Now, what's interesting is, you know, the three and seven they are since Doc Rivers took over, they're actually 10th in the league in offense for those 10 games and 20, I'm 10th in defense, I'm sorry, and 21st in offense. Their right. offense has suffered. And listen, until they, they're willing to go put 
you know, Dame and Giannis and 25 pick and rolls a game with each other. I don't know what's going to happen there either. For whatever reason, they haven't wanted to put those guys in the same action. I don't understand it. We're getting late in the year for it, but it's something I thought Doc would step in and try, and he's done it a little bit more, but not even close to as much as he needs to. And listen, even if that happens, I don't know if they're good enough defensively to be able to do, do anything in the playoffs. And there's tough teams in the East. There really are. I mean, you know, you look at Cleveland's been excellent. We just talked about New York. Boston, obviously, we know is very, very good. Listen, Philly's without Embiid. That's a different ball game. But you watch what Miami's doing. You know, like, again, I know Terry Rozier's going to be hurt a while. Josh Christensen's going to be hurt a while. They brought in DeLon Wright, who's a nice little player to have. He's going to be able to help their bench. Miami is not going away. So you still have a lot of tough teams in the East, and I just don't have confidence in Milwaukee compared to those teams, you know, in terms of what I've seen this year. Brian, let's talk about the West real quick. Uh, surprise at what the T-Wolves are doing. Surprise at what the Thunder are doing. And, and, and can they maintain this? Very shocked with both teams. Um, I didn't think Minnesota's double big strategy would work. It's worked very well. A big reason it's worked is because Rudy Gobert has gone back to being the best defensive big in the league. And last year, he just wasn't that. They were asking him to do a little bit more on the perimeter. This year, they've anchored him to the paint a little bit more. He's much more comfortable. He's in better shape. Carl Anthony Towns has found his place next to Gobert. They're able to hide him effectively, and he's a force on the defensive glass. He rebounds a lot for them, and they need that. You know, McDaniels and Edwards are excellent on the perimeter. Edwards is developing as a go-to guy in the league who's much more concerned with winning games are much less concerned about his numbers for minnesota this is a hundred percent sustainable they have the size they have the veteran leadership they have the athleticism they have the young star they have it all and they're certainly to me that's a team that's a legit title contender listen i'm shocked with the thunder i knew the thunder would take a step up i didn't think it would be this step up because it's a hard step to take to where they've come to. Most teams don't do it this early in their development. With all that said, I don't think they have enough quality size to be able to compete and win multiple rounds in the playoffs. All due respect to Chet Holmgren, who's my rookie of the year, no matter what numbers went by Yama puts up, because of how vital he's been to OKC being a two seed. He's been fantastic for them. The guy doesn't understand that he's 190 pounds soaking wet and will go toe-to-toe with any strong big in the league. I love it about it. He's like my little 10-pound dog that barks at all the big dogs in the neighborhood. That's Holmgren. I love Holmgren. So, so I say that, but with the understanding of the trade deadline, line i don't know that gordon hayward was the right player like a guy like what dallas did going to get gafford would have been a really good player for okc they need one more big in that rotation to help home granada a little bit play next to him against larger matchups they don't have that and i think that's going to hurt him come playoff time hey before we cut you loose brian it's brian geltzeiler with us from nba xm nba radio i should say from sirius xm we want to just get back on the hawks just real quick you feel in the offseason, because, again, we do have that John Collins exemption to use, is it's time basically to blow it up and just move on for Trey and just try to get some pieces in here. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Listen, I've never been the biggest Trey Young fan, and a lot of Hawks fans have come at me on Twitter about it just because I, his numbers are terrific. He's a brilliantly talented offensive player. He, although he's been a little better defensively this year, it's you know it's from horrid to bad, and and I think that his value may be more in a trade than it would be on this team, that you can get a lot for him, more than you can get for any other player on your team. But I don't know that I see that necessarily as blowing it up. Okay. I, I think, you know, you're going you're gonna to have to choose between Murray or Young, and if Young gives you the better launching pad to be able to do more of a retool than a rebuild, go for it. Murray's never going to get you that kind of value. But you look at some of these other young guys that they have. Listen, Jalen Johnson's a stud, guys. I don't right. have to tell you that. He's a really, really good player. Akangwu is a stud, a really, really good player. Plays bigger than he is. There's a lot of really good pieces here to be able to build around. And you pick one of Young or Murray, and you're in pretty good shape. You know, the big disappointment here, and although he hasn't been awful lately, but DeAndre Hunter, for the money they paid him, was expected to do a lot more. And I know he's shooting 42% from three, but I think they expected just more out of him this year. And I do understand understand why that is. Maybe we'll see more of him into the close. They have a financial decision to make on Sadiq Bay going forward. But there's a lot of talent here. And Quinn Snyder's here for the long haul. And I think they have to figure out a better mix. And the next moves they make are going to be really vital to how they decide to surround the young talent that they're going to keep. Great stuff. Brian Geltzeiler, appreciate you stopping by, man. Thank you so much. My pleasure, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Take yeah. care. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 